I'm Sue. And I'm Helen. And welcome back to You Said It's This podcast. So first off, we would just want to say a big thank you to everyone who listened last week. You're all pure sound. We were really just blown away by the whole thing. Yeah, and we really appreciate it, especially everybody that sent us a message and like put our minds at ease for a while because we were so Oh my god, I was literally just like posting it on our Instagram and then going off to like die for a few hours. Yeah, she never wanted to see my phone again. Yeah. Um, so we're back again this week. So thank new... you even for coming back to yeah. us. That's, that's a big step. And now we feel under pressure to do another one and to like try have a good one. And this is literally... Well, this is, we tried to, this is now Saturday, the day before we're supposed to be putting it out. Yeah. We've tried so many times to come up with something. So, anyone who saw Helen's Instagram story yeah, the day of us, <laughs> of us in my room, that was like, yeah. That, that got cancelled. That was when we were young and naive and yeah. thought that we would just be able to just do another podcast. But so, six domestics later, we're here in our kitchen. <laughs> Mom and Dad are gone And we're like, right, this is our one opportunity. If this doesn't go well... I'm out. And then I quit. Yeah, so, so that is the end of you said it. <laughs> that was fun while it lasted. <laughs> we do realise that many people might know exactly who we are. So just let you guys know that next week we will be doing an episode more of a get to know us and that kind of thing. So, you know, stick around for that. Anyways, for this week's episode, we're going to be talking about fear of failure. And we think this, again, is a topic that really affects pretty much everybody and it's so hard to admit like I even find it so hard to just say it like I have a huge oh is this like a low-key therapy session like do do you you want to be paid (laughs) (laughs) um but we're getting yeah hopefully this will be beneficial to everybody and you can at least hear us absolutely wreck ourselves basically (laughs) yeah pretty much I think yeah it's it's just something that a lot of people think about but just never really talk about so once again we're going to give it to you straight my name's Helen Smith and I have a huge fear of failure Helen, welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Sue. <laughs> so this podcast kind of came about because I was talking to a friend who was basically going for a position and she hadn't got the position the year before and was going for it again this year. Fair play. Fair play, yeah, exactly. And, you know, she's running against other people and stuff like that and she hadn't got it last year. And I was kind of telling her, I was like, oh yeah, definitely go for it, definitely Follow go for it. Follow your dreams, I mean, yeah, like, oh my god, like, you can so do this. Go, go, like, why not, you've nothing to lose, that type of thing. And then it was only kind of after a while when I was thinking about it, I was like, I would never do that myself, to be honest, like. Fact. And I'd be given all this, and I know everybody says this, that you can't take your own advice, but I know for a fact that I would never do it myself. And there I was, like, egging her on to do it and stuff. And then thinking about it on myself, I was like, oh my God, like... Especially after losing the first year. Like, yeah, just, exactly. Like, imagine going against... And there was even, like, more people running Yeah, this and then year. now when I look at it, I'm like, that is so brave of her first. And amazing so that she... So strong. So, like, just... I think that's so amazing to go back and do something and have no fear of, you know... Not that she didn't have fear, but, you know, to not take it to heart too much, whatever the outcome And if you be. still want it just as bad, just to go for it once yeah, again. Yeah, and then it was kind of when I was thinking of that that I was like, God, I actually have such a problem with, like, fear of failure. And I just, if that was me, I'd never go for something if I didn't think I was going to get it because I was, I just would, like, I couldn't deal with that at all. That would just, like, wreck me. <laughs> yeah. So I suppose in this regard, I'm slightly better off than Helen that, like, I do have a massive fear of failure. Like, even I was running for a UCD like, committee position there a couple of weeks ago and I was like, do I even want to go for it? I was like, oh, my God, like, what if I lose? And I had this big thing being like, because I had got it like two years previously and then I was thinking oh my god like it's so embarrassing now if I had it before and now suddenly I can't get it again 
like obviously something's changed and everyone doesn't like me anymore and that kind of stuff but then once I kind of got over it and I was like do you know what if I just want it just as bad and like I do want to be part of it again why wouldn't I just run for it mm-hmm. side note that I didn't get it but like I think now looking back I'm like geez you know I was so close to just not even like putting myself in the running just because of this massive fear that what would everyone think of it yeah. and then I was like to be honest no one even cared and like exactly. I don't even mind like I wasn't even here last year yeah. so it really like would be luck of the draw kind of thing if I did get it you know yeah and I think that why we think this is so important to talk about or why I kind of almost feel like it's so important to talk about myself is that I think that I have a really bad attitude because of it I think that's such a bad attitude to have to not go for stuff just because you don't you're just too scared that you won't get it yeah. and I think it applies in so many different areas of life like could be a career it could be you know some sport or something like that or it could be like boys or something like fear of rejection is a real <laughs> it's a real thing, thing. everyone like, <laughs> like, like, you know like you don't see people coming up being like oh do you want to do this or do you want like and I yeah. wouldn't do it to other people because what if they were like uh who do you think you yeah. are I'd be like and even fine. talking to a friend who um one of her friends basically just asked somebody out randomly um over like, Facebook and we were saying to each other we're like if we ever did that, like I have a boyfriend, but like I wouldn't do it. Okay, if I if ever, we did, ever that. did that, the boy would flip and block me and run a mile, probably be yeah. like, um, "Was this a frape?" Be like, yeah. "Sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah that was my ha, dumb dog. That was my yeah. friend." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that applies in so many different areas of life, like, and everybody definitely has it. And whether you admit it or not, it does affect you. Shoot like, your shot. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> if anyone's listening, you're thinking, just shoot your shot. Yeah. <laughs> somebody messaged too I swear she'll be nice to you (laughs) anyways so we think we might start this by kind of going into some experiences we've had of like severe fear of failure that's almost kind of held us back I think yeah like I like what I was just saying about the committee that was kind of a um example where I was kind of like you know what just get over it and just put yourself out there and then but I know in in other things I've definitely not had that kind of confidence to go for it again Mm -hmm. And I'm the same with, like, my example, my first one that stands out to me was when I was in college, there was, I love that I can say that now. <laughs> it was in college, hasn't been what, finished college when like a month. When I was in second year in college, I basically wanted to go for these exam type things and that would get me a scholarship. And I was just like, oh, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do it because I was too scared I wouldn't get it. I was like, I don't want to do it and then not get it. And have to live with yourself yeah, after that. Live with after that. And wake up every day and look at yourself. <laughs> and it's so ridiculous. But at the time, I was like, I don't want to, you know, put, like go through all that, like do all the study and everything just to not get it. And like that would be an ultimate kind of failure or just rejection for me, even though it really wouldn't be at all. And I don't think like I wouldn't have thought any less yeah. Helen anyway. <laughs> Thank you, but you know, like other people, like not everyone gets it. That's the whole point yeah. of the exams. But I very nearly didn't do it and then ended up doing it really last minute just because I was too scared I wouldn't get it. And the whole time I really wanted to do it because it was such a great opportunity. But you very I, nearly just didn't even put very, yourself in the running. I very nearly didn't do it just because of that because I was like I just can't be bothered with the failure and there was there was nothing like I didn't need to do the exams either so I was like why would I put myself through something that I could fail at just for the sake of it you know and like now looking back I'm thank god I did do it but like it's just so ridiculous that at the time that you could talk yourself out of that just because you were too scared to go for something or even like things like sport I used to play a lot of tennis when I was younger and then did the usual late 16 quit all sports because I was like I'm just not good enough and, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and like I just had other stuff that I was like I'm not going to give the time commitment to you know really pursue it as a career or anything like that 
Um, not that I was even that good anyway, let's be real. But um, like I found that I was known for playing tennis or like I was known for having this identity that then like now I haven't really picked up a racket since. Well, I have like the odd time with our brother and that kind of thing. And to be honest, I'm absolutely terrible. But, you know, I didn't join tennis, even though like I love tennis and I love watching it and everything. But I just feel like I can't even go back to it. And like I would never even dream of entering a competition like, I won't even go to a training session because I'm like, oh, my God, what are people there? Or, like, what happened to her? Or, like, that kind of big fear. Even though no one literally would care. Like, obviously, if I haven't picked up a racket in, like, five years, no, no one's going to come out and yeah. be like, oh, it's Miss Nadal coming out on yeah. court and missing everything. Like, you know? So I think for me, just realising that it wasn't that, oh, I don't have time to play tennis, like I was telling myself, or, oh, it just doesn't really suit me. It was literally just the thing that I didn't want to go there and people to see how bad I'd gotten. Yeah. And that is just a massive fear of failure, essentially. Like, it's a prime example in my life anyways. Yeah, and I think that when you do have that type of fear, like, say, for me with those exams, you for with tennis, you do actually start making up excuses to yeah. yourself for why. Like, I'd be like, oh, sure, if I didn't get... The reason that I didn't start studying for those exams when I should have started studying was I could always then say, oh, sure, I only studied for a month. That's the reason I didn't get it. And I'd have that as an excuse for myself. Yeah. And then I wouldn't feel so bad about it. Like, I think you always end up making stupid excuses for why you're not doing things. Like, even even going for jobs. Like, if I have an interview for a job, I would say I never really tell anyone about it. Like, I even had, like, an interview for a job the other day where I didn't tell anyone. I did tell Helen after. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, like, I had that side note that I didn't get that as well yeah that's just kind of a classic example of being like if I don't tell anyone then it's only me who knows about my failure I definitely think with jobs and stuff like that that can be a huge thing to trigger a fear of failure as well triggered once again (laughs) and I know even for myself um going for jobs or positions or something like that that definitely gives me a lot of like oh god am I gonna get it and then I won't go for something that I won't think I'm going to get, which is, again, so ridiculous. And I can even think of examples, um, say, from last year that I was going for a job and so was another person I knew. And I was just like, I even said to the person, the interviewer, I was like, oh, you know, if there's any competition here or whatever, I'm out. It's fine. Or like, I don't want to start anything, which is so stupid, because why shouldn't I equally put my name in, you know? But I just wouldn't do that because I don't like... I don't, first of all, like competition that much. And secondly, I was like, oh, if there's going to be a thing where, you know, somebody's going to fail or I could possibly fail, basically, is what I was thinking. I think like, then I'd rather just bow out, you know? Yeah, like, there's such a fine line between being competitive. Like, there's so much stuff that I would go for. If I think I've got a good chance mm. and it's going to be competitive, then I'm like, yeah, I'll go for it. But, like, yeah. if I want it just as badly, but maybe yeah. I don't have as good a chance, there's a good there is a good possibility that I'm going to be like, do you know what? No, I don't really want it anymore. Yeah, and I, I, I think just decided a, that's not for me. Yeah, it's such a bad attitude to have. And I know I have that so badly. Yeah. And like, you should really just, you know, go for stuff. What difference does it make? The only person that it kind of almost hurts is yourself. Yeah. And like, you kind of almost have to get used to that type of thing. And is that type of thing that we were talking about last week is that once you can accept that, yes, you're not going to get every single thing in life. Yeah. Like, I know, at our wise age of 21, 22, life isn't fair. But, uh, <laughs> like, that kind of thing. If you can accept, you know, if you can look at yourself in the mirror and be like, yeah, I did fail at that, yeah. which I know, Helen, you struggle with. But anyways. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, like, the thing about failure is that... <laughs> no one really talks about it enough, let's be real. Yeah, that's it. Nobody wants to admit it. Or I yeah. hate admitting it. I hate having to be, like, to tell... My, like, I even the thing about having to come home, let's say you tell your parents... 
And I feel like almost parents is the worst. Yeah. Because <laughs> like if you, you go for something. Head. I actually went for, I'll tell everybody this as well. I went for a job up in Dublin. Um, when did I go for it? Like two months or something. Like, I don't to go now. And um, basically, long story short, again, I didn't get it. And I feel like the worst bit is actually just having to come home and say, oh, I didn't get it. Or even say to your friends, yeah. oh, I didn't get it. And it doesn't, like, not that they, that they care for you because they want you to get it for yourself, yeah. but they don't actually care, do you know? Yeah, and they're I'm not there like, being like, oh my God, I put all my hopes and dreams into yeah. that person. And now she's come back and now I think for just, like, that's the first thing that's going to come to mind when I think of her is that she failed at getting that job. Yeah. Like, it's just not so, realistic. Yeah. And I think that from that job I where I got rejected, I was so, like, I was embarrassed to have to say that I didn't get it. But then I just felt like it wasn't also that bad. Or I feel like I was a lot better at that this year than I would have been before. And, like, before, I, I'd say if something like that happened to me, I would have been like, oh, my God, like, what's wrong with me? Um, How did this happen type thing? Whereas this year, for some reason, I was kind of a bit How more... How have grown? Yeah, I have grown, I think. Because I was like, oh, do you know what? That's fine. And I feel like... It was only in the recent... I've only really properly looked for a proper job in the last while. And I'm going to tell everybody right here, I got rejected left, right and centre. Yeah, she and did I actually was, FaceTime me and she was like, so I got rejected. And she told me the whole story of going into the interview. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's awful. But like, surely there's other things. She's like, no, every single one of them got back to me and I didn't get any of them. And, and I was that like, was my... And do you know fair. what? I think that was a very good thing to happen to me. Because I think I was way too big for my boots, first of all. Yeah. And secondly, I think that you know what, people had been going for these jobs all the way through college and everything. I thought I was going to just waltz in and after get a final job. Year. And after final year. And, and people have been doing them since like no second problem. third year. And that's so ridiculous for me to think something like that. The people who've been putting themselves out there the whole time and going for these things that I just waltz in and get it above them. Helen like, Smith has been humbled. Yeah, I was humbled. And like, I'm not, I, like, I'm making myself sound like I'm so cocky and stuff. I'm yeah. really not. And like, but the thing is, is that like we said, I only go for things that, I think I'll either get or I'll do well at. So I barely go for anything at all, to be honest. Yeah. I actually think that I'm almost the opposite of cocky. And well, I think it's just different, like, that you're recognising that you have an ability in something and you're confident in that. Whereas, like, there's plenty of other things that you'd be like, I would just not even have anywhere near enough confidence to even go for that. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, like, confident in the things that only the very, very few things that I think I can actually achieve. I think I'm actually more unconfident than I am confident even though I know I've just made it sound like I'm some really cocky person but in fact it's in such few things it's in such few areas and the fact that I turn down so many things or I don't try for so many things because of this fear of failure I'm actually more unconfident and I think it's kind of kind of stems from a self-esteem or you know just in general lack of confidence in my own ability that leads me to have such a fear of failure. Wow, are you doing psychology now, Helen, or is it <laughs> my degree? <laughs> but yeah, I think like a lot of this all comes from self-confidence because yeah. like Helen's saying, in that area, she's so confident and, you know, she thought she was able Be to go. Easy. Yeah, she <laughs> thought she was going to be able for all these like big jobs and yeah. stuff like that. Whereas in reality, confidence is such a thing that varies across situation to situation. Like this all Excuse comes... <laughs> <laughs> um, but this all comes from what kind of we were talking about last week like that big thing about not really saying all the harder parts of college does stem from a fear of failure and like your confidence in yourself because like whenever that first month was so tough you don't want to say anything about it just because like you know that that it's kind of almost seen as a failure to everybody else 
and you don't yeah. want to have to admit that and that really like for me anyways had such a knock on my confidence because yeah. I was like why am I the only one who isn't you know excelling at this yeah, and like why like why was I the one who failed and that kind of thing and I think that's another thing even whenever like after that like I absolutely loved college and then when I was moving abroad last year it was the whole thing all over again of being like oh I put all this pressure on myself to go and absolutely love Australia which thank god I did but uh, like I was also under a lot of pressure and that whole fear of failure came right back again of being like what if I don't make any friends over here and what if it kind of if if the whole thing happens again and you go from like I think it just varies so much because where I'd been in college let's say all the rest of first year and then through second year I'd been so confident and was like I know what I'm doing I know like my place and then to kind of have to go back to square one again like your self-confidence matters so much again because I was like if the same thing happened and maybe I didn't kind of come out of it and make new friends again like that would just be detrimental really yeah, it would really hurt and I think that when you get such a massive knock to your confidence it can be really hard to then come back and try like as I was talking about um in the start of the episode um, my friend who went a second time for these elections yeah like wow <laughs> like like if I got my I'm so I'd be so bad if I got a knock like that I know I probably wouldn't go back. And it'd be so hard to go for anything again, never mind the exact same position kind of thing. And like, it's so easy for somebody outside to look in and be like, oh, go for that or come on, like, you can definitely do it. But when you're actually in that position, it can be so, so hard to just get over your, it's getting over yourself, really. Just get over yourself and do something. And like, we aren't sitting here from like a preachy standpoint at all because yeah, I know being like, I'm like I'm absolutely like I'm the most confident person ever like yeah. nothing can ever touch me but I can definitely now look back at things and realize and kind of realize like in a bit of dismay at myself to be honest like why didn't I go for that why didn't I do that hindsight and is a great thing hindsight, in, this, yeah. <laughs> in this kind of area like whenever you can look back and be like you know I didn't go for that you know what like what would have happened if I had gone for that and if I didn't care so much about what people think of me yeah and like what I would think of myself even though in reality it's a lot of expectations that you're putting on yourself and you're kind of internalizing even though no one really is that focused on you yeah. unfortunately. and I think back to the kind of confidence thing then um when I did get something let's say I got those exams or I got a job or whatever um, I then in some cases felt like a total imposter that I had got it because I felt like I shouldn't have been the person to get it and that I like somehow fluked it or I just shouldn't have been there at all and then that's you again being like fear of failure again like oh I like shouldn't you're be you're gonna this. get caught out I'm gonna get caught point. out somebody's gonna realize that I'm actually not supposed to be here at all and that I'm actually just a total imposter so I think sometimes it can nearly work in the opposite way that then you kind of lose confidence because you're suddenly like you feel like you're out of place yeah and then you're kind of like well like where do I go from here yeah and I think that's just as hard as well is to have that like kind of like almost kind of drowning feeling of oh my god like what the hell am I doing here or like this is so far out of my depth and like then you're fearing the failure all over again even though people outside are probably looking at you like oh wow she's living it up she's She's at the top of her game and whatever it is and if you stumble then at all you're like oh my god everything's gonna go like come crashing down and you end up being even so careful about things being like oh I can't really tell anyone about such like a minor little thing because suddenly it'll be like this big facade that you think everyone has about you will come crumbling down. Well I think that kind of shows that whether you go for something and you get it or else you go for it and don't get it this fear of failure still affects you regardless so it's kind of something that we have to either get used to or else you just go the opposite way and you just run away from everything really. 
Yeah, I suppose for me, even, it's something as stupid as my driving test. That, like, now I look back on it and I'm like, do you know, I'm strong enough to talk about that. Like, yes, I did drive down the wrong way to one-way street. Like, that happened and I failed. But I think there is such kind of stigma about just being like, oh, like, I like I know myself, I had a big fear of failure because Helen and Joe had passed their test first time yeah. and that kind of thing. But obviously, it wasn't enough to make me not want to do my driving test. But yeah. it was something that I was like, nearly the worst part about it wasn't even the fact that, you know, I couldn't drive home. It was like... Now I have to go home and tell people that I failed my driving test and that kind of thing. Yeah, and I think even just the words, I failed, like, that's just so... So powerful. (laughs) Like, it's so powerful to say it. And, like, I have just so much respect for anybody that can get up and do it again. And, like, even... What doesn't kill you make you stronger, Exactly, (laughs) Kenny Clarkson. Um, I think, in general, saying the words, I failed, should kind of, like, lose some of this stigma that's attached to it. And everybody should be able to say it a bit easier do you know yeah and like it like that shouldn't be the biggest part of actually failing having to tell other people it shouldn't be the like most difficult part yeah it should be like i failed i'm gonna do it again it yeah. should be the standing back up again bit yeah like this is now this is all coming from someone who has she believed she could <laughs> she did <laughs> painted painted on her bedroom wall from what like when you were 16 or 17 like, yeah no it was an eyes on leaving certain oh, life, sorry. like sorry uh, in like permanent marker wrote all these quotes all over my wall yeah she also has another one that says i'm not talented i'm a best instead of obsessed <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's the thought that counts but like in, in reality like that type of thing is so important yeah. to be able to admit that you failed and then to go yeah well I still want it just as bad why wouldn't yeah. I go again and I think it's something that like we're gonna have to face even if you're like going for something let's say after school or like from job to job if you want to go into like a bigger better job you're gonna have to take the leap sometime you can't always like a lot of people you know work up the ranks through a job but if you want to even like change into a different company you're gonna have to keep going for positions that you think are like bigger or better than you and even it's the same thing like if Helen applies for a master's or if I go for a master's after there's going to be ones that you don't get into or like if someone decides to go do a PhD you have to be able to take it that you know what maybe it wasn't like the right time and stuff like that that you just simply aren't good enough for it at that point in your life Mm -hmm. but you still have to be able to go for it again or just try for something and don't let every single time you fail completely like, knock you yeah like it's, it, it is obviously going to knock your confidence like yeah. everything we've talked about has knocked our confidence yeah. and we're lucky enough to look back on it now and be like well we've grown or whatever from it and like lucky enough to be able to say that but it's not like this is never going to happen to us again we're never going to experience something I mean I love to be like I will never fail that in my life but realistically I will probably fail at loads of things hopefully not my summer exams but there's going to be things like that that I'm going to have to pick myself up from and everyone has to do that yeah and I think that that's why it's just so important to almost normalize saying the words like I failed or being a failure so here we are today Helen and Sue Smith saying that we are I failed failures <laughs> yeah. and we are okay about it but even like there's such a thing about like putting out the podcast if this didn't work and we had five listeners from last yeah. week would we come out and be like Let's do that was one. really fun yeah. but do you know what it just didn't really work out yeah. I feel like we'd still like we'd have such difficulty saying that like I know me and you yeah I, uh, I actually do wonder that if we if nobody had listened or nobody had even replied to our yeah. story or something or if like everyone's that, really dry and sent us hate go? messages <laughs> please don't (laughs) would we go and do another one yeah and I think that also really kind of draws on the thing of what's your motivation for doing something do you know so like our motivation for this wasn't to get a load of listeners or whatever you know that wasn't the main thing the main thing was to be 
talking about stuff that we wanted to talk about. Yeah, just... So we, I think we would have done one anyways. But you know, if you've done it for the but wrong But it is reason, hard to know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or if you went for a job... It would definitely be a lot more difficult to be like, oh, look, we'll just sit down and talk about all these stuff and then being like, oh, we hope this relates to people. Well, like beyond the five people who listen to it or something like yeah. that, that's mainly our family. <laughs> so before we go on a huge tangent into motivation, I think this is now part of the part of the podcast where we kind of give some advice on... From our wise, wise (laughs) years. On how we think that you can kind of not, I'm not going to say overcome the fear of failure because I think it's always going to be there a bit, but that you can kind of lessen it or lessen its effect on how you go for things or whatever. So what would be your first piece of advice, Susan? I think, excuse me, (laughs) that always gets people that my name is, is actually Susan, would you believe it? Not just Sue all the time. But anyways, my first piece of advice would be you kind of stop thinking as much about what other people think of you which I know is such a kind of generic thing to say like I wish I could go out and like wear whatever I want all the time you know yeah. post whatever I want on Instagram and all the kind of stuff like there is still there's always going to be a lot of that like I think yeah. that's always going to be part of society and I'd love to go around being like I do not care and like I'm going to do whatever I want whenever I want but unfortunately <laughs> that's just not really life but I think it is kind of important to kind of check in on what you think other people expect of you and like how you're dealing with that and like what of all out of all those is realistic and I think that's something that kind of leads out of all that self-confidence and fear of failure stuff that we were talking about like there's a lot of times that you internalize other people's expectations and then you suddenly feel like you have to fit an identity or you have to keep following the same path and if you deviate at all everyone's going to be like what is she doing like that's just so not her whereas Maybe you've just, you know, changed slightly or like grown up a bit and that kind of thing. And I think it can be really hard then to kind of get out of that bracket that other people have placed you in. So I think trying like to recognize that, that when other people are placing expectations on you and you're just living up to them for their sake. Yeah, and I think often that you do just make those up yourself that people have these expectations of you. Like half the time, like fundamentally, nobody actually cares about, you know, your like obviously your friends, your family care about you to an extent but nobody yeah. cares the way you care yeah like a classic example is Helen posting on Instagram for the first time in like a couple of months like this week yeah. and she was so like oh my god like I like I haven't posted on Instagram this much time or whatever and now I'm putting up like two or three posts in one week and it's I was like me, everyone. yeah I was like to be honest Helen I would never even notice yeah. like unless and you happen like, to be so ridiculous Helen just post whatever you want yeah like, although and I feel better about it like, some people I do like I do feel your pain if you're one of those people where Instagram will then be like Helen Smith has posted for the first time in a while. Like, oh, yeah. I get that. Yeah. But, in like, in reality, she was trying to live up to these people's expectations of Helen, the girl who never posts on Instagram. Whereas, <laughs> I can tell you, if anyone here thinks that, let me know, because I'm pretty sure no one cares. Yeah. Sorry, Helen. <laughs> Anyways, my first piece of advice is to kind of just keep checking why you're either doing something or why you're not doing something. So, you know, are it's... you not going for that position because of a fear of failure a fear of what other people are going to think of you or are you not going to the position for a genuine reason such as like you don't like it or something like that or it doesn't suit you and I think from what we're talking about today obviously all of this stuff is past experiences that we now can look back on Mm -hmm. so what our kind of advice is to keep like reevaluating what you're doing currently because I'm sure there's stuff that I'm doing now that maybe I'll look back on let's say a year later I'm like why did I do that? Or like, why did I put so much work into that? Like, did I actually want that? Yeah, and I think that for me being finished college as well is a huge thing in my life at the moment as well. Just thinking about what I'm going to do next year. It's like, 
am I going to do, let's say, a master's? Am I doing that because I think I should do that? And because I think that I'll be a bit of a failure if I don't go do something, if I'm just kind of hanging around for a year or something? Will I be a fa- Will I be called as a bit of a failure? And, and this is like a little inside of Helen's identity crisis yeah, at the moment. Yeah, going on at the moment. And I just keeps... so to and fro of what do I myself want and what do I want just because of outside influence. And I think it is so current at the moment because that's now what Helen is in that situation of being like, well, yeah. this is kind of where I'm going to make even bigger life decisions maybe yeah. and that kind of thing because she's I... now finished. But I know a lot of people who are now not working because of all this isolation stuff you would be kind of thinking why am I doing that job or like yeah. a lot of people will be reconsidering options yeah and I think it's so important to draw attention to that and to like kind of constantly be thinking um like what are the reasons behind things is it outside influence or is it not and I even like one of my little bedtime thoughts as well recently was you know if you've never seen a magazine say you've never seen a magazine you've never seen instagram where is this going (laughs) (laughs) and then would i buy the same clothes i buy do you know what i mean like if i had no idea what was like you know what people wore or what anybody else wore would i go into the shop and buy what i normally wear this could get very philosophical (laughs) now as in like you define i was like what would you wear if you never knew anything about what anybody you know you've never seen a magazine and you've never you know been but it's like who defines what normal is like yeah. which is a whole other topic yeah, that we're, we're not going like, to get sorry, into right now Helen, yeah. anyways, basically what i'm saying is do keep looking at some all different aspects of your life not just say career um a college or whatever like even sport things like that like have a look are you doing it because you want to do it or are you have or have you some sort of internalized fear of failure that's like holding you back from doing things yeah, and I think, like, this time that we're in now is, like, a good time to be able to reflect on stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It sounds very deep, but, like, it is it is so easy to get caught up in being, like, this is what everyone else is doing and this is what I'm expected to do. So, like, I know when I was in Australia and I was like, oh, like, I can't wait to come back here once I finish my degree and whatever. But then I had always kind of said, I know once I go back to college and you kind of get back into that treadmill yeah, where everyone's so. doing the same thing, I was like, I know I'll be thinking, let's say, this time next year, so I'd be like, oh, sure, I might as well just go on and do yeah, my master's. I might as well just go do this, that and the other, even though, I mean, hopefully by this time next year, we'll have at least an idea. But I know like this time at the moment is quite good. And I know it can also put people under pressure to then be like, I've all this time to, you know, figure my life out. And I'm not saying that because we're not all going to come out of this being like, I've just had an epiphany and, you know, COVID-19 changed me and all this kind of stuff like that. But I think it is kind of useful. Like, I quite like the time now to be able to, kind of look more into stuff that I'm interested in and not think that I have to just keep following what everyone else is kind of doing or what people expect me to do. Yeah, and my final piece of advice that I'm going to quickly do because I know we have been rambling quite a bit on this episode. But the my beauty final... of doing it off the cuff, Helen. Huh? <laughs> uh, my final bit of advice is kind of a personal one, really. Um, in that, personally... This sounds a bit personal enough, anyways. <laughs> um, personally... When I'm kind of going for anything, and I guess this is, again, a fear of failure thing, but I also think that it is beneficial in other ways. Anyways, I'll explain. Um, when I'm do- going for something, let's say I'm going for some set of exams, I won't really tell anybody that I'm going for it. Because I think that, again, it is comes from kind of a fear of failure. Like, it's kind of from that. But at the same time, it's also because you don't get stuck with everybody else having these expectations on you then. Or at least you just eliminate some of that fear. And it's only the fear of failure for yourself. Not, oh, I have to go tell everybody now that I failed. 
Do you know? So it kind of eliminates that a bit. Yeah, and I think sometimes it can work in the opposite direction where yeah. if you're trying to like, like do something where you want people to hold you accountable, yeah. like that accountability is kind of where all this comes from. Being yeah. like, will people expect that? And will people check in on you to see if you did succeed and things like that? But, you know, sometimes it works really well. And if you, you know, I, like I always hear, I don't really know, can't really relate, but like in like fitness and stuff like that, that people, <laughs> if you yeah, really cannot relate to that level, but, you know, if, if you have like a gym buddy or whatever it is yeah. that who's holding you accountable, that it can work in that way, that like it will work out for the better. But I think for me as well, personally, I wouldn't really tell people if I'm going for something. Yeah. And I think it adds a whole new level of added pressure sometimes, which again, we said can be good. But then, you know, I've seen people do like go for exams, tell everybody they're going for it. And then, you know, when they don't get it, it's so hard for them, I yeah. think, to then go and tell everybody that they didn't get it. And so you might it's... even tell someone and be like, oh, I'm thinking you're going for that. And yeah. they might come back to you and be like, you are definitely going to get it. Yeah. And like you might be kind of just, you know, telling them be like, oh, I'm hoping to get yeah. it, blah, blah, blah. But then they so, might even place more expectations yeah. on you than you would even put in yourself. And then that fear of failure gets even worse for you. And like you just, you know. It just, it just escalates, yeah. really. <laughs> so I think that like in a lot of things, if possible, I think it's best to kind of keep things to yourselves. And then once you, once you kind of get it, then it's easy to go tell everybody. And then if you don't tell, if you don't get it, then you can just leave it at that, park it. It's easy to accept for yourself and then just move on again, you know? Yeah, I mean, classic example once again is the podcast. Yeah. Neither of us told any of our friends really yeah. until like the night before. And it was like, oh yeah, by the way, this is going to be out tomorrow kind of yeah. thing. And that was just purely because we didn't really know if we were actually going to do it. Yeah. And then, you know, if, if we didn't and we were like, listen back and we we're like, I mean, hopefully everyone didn't think this as well but if you're like oh that was absolutely terrible that yeah. we could just kind of park that and no one will ever bring yeah, it up to us again yeah so that kind of makes it easier um but in general yeah that's just my kind of little two pens is to kind of keep things to yourself a bit yeah and then kind of avoid that pressure and then deal with the fear of failure in your in like of yourself on your own terms yeah on your own terms and just make it a little bit easier for yourself anyways i so. think that is enough of us rambling, rambling really. <laughs> so we kind of really do hope that it was relatable in some sense. I know there's yeah. a lot of things, but I think it kind of had to get pretty personal at some stages yeah. and there was some rambling. But Definitely. it's just something that, like this kind of thing leads into self-esteem, confidence, which is something yeah. that everyone thinks about and everyone goes through. And then there's also like a whole other aspect of like motivation, yeah. which we were kind of finding it really hard to, Rain you know, focus, <laughs> focus on one thing and, you know, just like trying out so many different things that... A lot of this was just completely off the cuff, so yeah. I'm sorry if it's very so we, long. Yeah, we hope that you enjoyed it, and hopefully we'll be back next week with another one. Yeah. If we can... Yeah, it's actually really hard for us to kind of decide on topics or anything, so if anybody has any good topics, please do send them our yeah. way. And also any feedback as well. You know, obviously everybody was really nice to us after our first one, but... Yeah, if there's stuff that you, that, that you don't agree yeah, with, like... It, yeah. I'd be happy. It, yeah. yeah, I'd be happy enough to discuss it. You yeah, know. I'm um, not afraid of you. <laughs> we'd also really appreciate if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could share it to your Instagram story, and also if you could follow us on Spotify, like us, and then All that kind apparently, of yeah, if like for the podcast scene, the best one to review us on is on Apple Music, yeah. and I know literally nobody has that, so it's absolutely fine. I mean, fine. grow up. <laughs> <Yeah>. if, you, <laughs> if you're listening to this on Apple Music what yeah, but, uh, together. <laughs> yeah but apparently that is really good for like algorithm or something on i don't know if it's both apple music and spotify but yeah so we'd really appreciate that so yeah thank you guys very much and with that 
Thank you and good night.